I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys and welcome to the first new Couch Talks of 2023. My name is Kat. I am the host and if you are wondering what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of Unit Therapy where I answer questions that you guys send to me at Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. And quick reminder before we get started that I always like to give you guys is that although this is a podcast about mental health and I'm a therapist and I even answer some of your questions, this podcast does not serve as a replacement or substitute for actual mental health services. Now, like I said, first new Couch Talks episode of the new year. And I took a little break and gave you some of my favorite episodes from the past while I did that. And so I just wanted to check in, even though you can't really reply to me and let you know that I hope you had a good holiday, a magical holiday, whatever kind of holiday you were celebrating. I hope you had the new year celebration that you needed to have and that everybody was able to at least find some reprieve before the new year starts getting going. Although I will say, usually it seems like January tends to be a slower month. Well, for me, I don't know what other people's professions, if it feels like it's it's amping up more. That might be true with the people that do like the quarterly, you know, business sales people. I guess you start all over. Well, I hope you guys got a break before it starts back up. I feel like I'm still a little bit in break mode. So I'm going to have a, a slow start to get back into full force cat. Now I did take about 11 days off. I think it was 11 days, something like that. A lot of days off in a row. And today was my 
first day back at work. And somebody over the weekend asked me how I was doing. And I like didn't know how to respond because I was like, well, I haven't been working and it's been really nice. But at the same time, I like don't know what to do with my time when I have nothing to do because it's not like you're on vacation. And I didn't want to spend all of these days off doing busy work and running errands. And so what I found is I am somebody who just likes to get up out of bed when I can. Like I, I don't like just laying in bed till like 12, which there's nothing wrong with that if you can do that and it works for you. But I like to like get up and get my day started and have coffee and go to early workouts. And so I still did that. And I was like, what is the point of doing this? And then I learned that if you get up and get your day started and go work out or do whatever your morning routine is earlier, the more time you have to do nothing throughout the day. And that was very nice. I sat on the couch a lot. I rested a lot. And in case you missed it, I started watching, well, I didn't start, but I got back into watching all of the Harry Potter movies because I have never seen them before. And I am 33 and I feel like that was like the prime of my childhood. And I chose to ignore all that and ignore that it was going on. And speaking of the question that we're getting to, I kind of regret that because I feel like I've missed out on being a fan of something for years that I could have been enjoying. And I've even been to Harry Potter World and I didn't even really enjoy it because I didn't really get any of it. What There was no excitement. I didn't understand what anything was. And I could have had a different experience with that. But at the same time, I'm getting to do that now and everything is new and I'm really having fun and I have no idea what happens at the end. So I wanted to get an update for anybody who listened to Monday's episode and now is invested in my journey or follows me on Instagram and sees that I've been posting Harry Potter content for about a week now, back to back to back, a lot of Harry Potter content. I wanted to give an update. I have finished the first seven movies and I'm currently watching the last one. I started the last one last night, but I only made it 20 minutes and then I fell asleep. I didn't fall asleep because I was boring. I fell asleep because I was really tired. This is a spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen them and wants to see them. So if that's you, fast forward. But I just wanted to let you guys know that after the sixth movie, I was very upset how it ended. I don't know why you would kill such a wonderful person off of a movie that is supposed to be a children's movie. I'm supposed to feel, I, felt, I thought I was supposed to feel good watching these movies. And that one made me feel really sad. So I got really upset. But of course, I persevered, went on to the seventh movie. And I feel like the seventh movie is kind of a space filler. I'm assuming it's like the backstory and backbone of what needs to be set up for the final movie. Because it, I think that one is two books. They just split it up in, in two movies. I mean, one book, they split up in two movies. So I assume that's why there wasn't a great ending. And there wasn't because like, how do you end a movie that you're only doing half of a book? You know, it's like half the story. So that was kind of a dud, but I feel like it's probably necessary of having all that information to get to the last one. But I was thinking about if I was watching it in real time, how upsetting it would be to watch the seventh movie and be like, that's the ending and now I have to wait another year to finish this. But then I looked up the dates and it seems like you only had to wait like six months. So it's not so bad, but I would be a little bit disappointed. Anyway, I will be finishing that hopefully today and then I will continue to give you my updates and then I will start reading the books and I'll give you my updates on that as well. Even though you did not come here for Harry Potter content, you will be getting that some this year because that's part of my New Year's goals is to invest in this, read, start reading these books, uh, learn more about all of this and like have some fun with it. That's one of my goals for the year. And that has a lot to do with um, creating goals around me time and fun and play because I mean, they're children's books and 
mostly movies for kids, although I think all ages enjoy them. And so I just wanted to give myself a goal that is purely just around pleasure and enjoyment for myself. So you guys can be in that journey with me as much or as little as you want, but I'm probably going to keep talking about it. So let's get onto the question. Now, if you're new, like I said, Couch Talks is where I answer questions usually that you guys send to me and you can email those to me, Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. I usually do one question a week unless I'm trying to keep them to shorter answers Um, and I keep them anonymous all the time. So I won't tell anybody who it is that actually wrote the question so you can feel safe sending in the questions that you want answered. So let's get into this week's question. Hey, Kat. I was wondering if you could talk about your views on regret. As I was reflecting on 2022, I was taking some time to look at the things that I would do again and the things that I wouldn't. But then I started to feel bad for regretting certain things because I saw that some of those led to something good. And I realized that I have no idea if some regrets might in the future lead to good things as well. I was hoping you could talk a little bit on what regret means and if we were supposed to regret things or be thankful for where they have led us or might lead us in the future. Okay, so my answer here is pretty simple and it's both, right? It's okay to have regret and it's also okay to be thankful and grateful for your regret because they might lead you and a lot of times do lead us to lessons or things that um, we need. It's okay to not like how things have turned out and it's okay to wish that you had done something differently even though sure we do learn a lot from mistakes or things that we wish we would have not have done. A friend of mine shared recently a quote that I really like and I've been actually talking about a lot with friends and clients and it is good decisions come from experience and experience comes from bad decisions and I love this because it displays very simply how bad decisions, ones that we wish we had not made, maybe some regrets in there, teach us how to show up better. Now, in a perfect world, do we wish that we would just not have to learn the lesson? Yes. But that often isn't the case. And I think it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to acknowledge like, I don't want to have to learn this lesson. It's annoying and frustrating that I have to learn this lesson. It's okay to acknowledge that. We can acknowledge that and also be like, well, I'm glad that I know it now even though I didn't like the way I had to go about figuring it out. So when it comes down to it, this is to me really an issue in in semantics. You can look at the same thing in the same way by saying it two different ways, right? You can say, I don't have regrets because they taught me something or led me somewhere I needed to go. You can say that and that's, that's perfectly fine. I think when people say I don't have regrets because those things led me or taught me something, led me somewhere I needed to go or taught me something I needed to learn, they are basically saying the same thing as the people who are saying I do have regrets and at the same time, I can be grateful for where those things led me. I just wish I I didn't have to learn it that way. You're saying the same thing. I think when people are saying I don't have regrets, they're saying that because I don't have regrets because without that experience, I would never have been here. I never would have learned that lesson. I never would have X, Y, Z. But it's okay to acknowledge I wish I didn't have to do it this way. The second one I think can be really helpful phrasing it the second way can be really helpful when you have not learned the lesson yet. That's why I think that has a lot of power, that version of saying things, acknowledging that you might regret something because one, we can change our minds, right? We might regret something now and then later we change our mind. We're, We're allowed that power. We don't have to decide if we're okay with something as soon as it happens. We're allowed to continuously change our minds. So the second one I really think can be helpful when you've not learned the lesson yet sometimes the lesson of our pain or our failure or just missteps that that we've made takes a while to show up. So we can say, 
I regret blank. And I'm open to this leading to something meaningful in my future. Right now, I regret it because I don't see that light at the end of the t- in the tunnel. But I also am holding space and I'm and holding on to some hope that in the future that might change. I've talked about this idea of turning foresight into hindsight on the podcast before, but I don't know when the last time I shared this was. So I want to share it with you now. Um, I heard somebody one time talk about how they don't have a lot of regret in their life because they become grateful right away. And the way that they they got there is because they said, well, if you look at a lot of the things that you've regretted in your life, you've looked at a lot of the things that you've really felt shame or guilt or disappointment or whatever about, you give it some time. And usually there's a lesson in that. And you're grateful for that you didn't get that job or you that relationship didn't end or that you did learn that lesson. And so in time, you're always grateful. So if I know that to be a consistent truth in my life, when something happens, I use my hindsight. I turn that foresight into hindsight, right? Instead of oh, I don't know where this is going to lead me. You say, hey, I, I, from what I know in my past, this has led me to have some kind of gratitude. So I'm going to be grateful for this now because I know in time this will teach me a lesson. Now, I want you guys to know that that's a lot easier said than done. And so that's why I love this idea, like, a lot of times, of holding two things to be true at once. And if you're somebody who's going through something right now, whether that's a breakup or a loss of a job or a change of something that you weren't expecting, or um, maybe you recently said something that when you think back on it, you just cringe and, and you feel some shame or guilt, know that most of the time when we give experiences time, there is something uncovered in that that pushes us in a space that we really do love in our lives. And so if we start with that idea, we start with holding that knowledge as true, I can both feel, ugh, I don't like that, or I don't like the experience I'm in, and, and I, I regret ever signing up to date that person, or I regret ever going to that show, or I regret ever taking this job, um, because where I am is really not fun. I can hold that to be true because that's my present experience and also know that chances are, given time, I will be grateful for whatever comes out of this experience. And so I can have regret and gratitude at the same time. And it is really hard to comprehend that, I think, because it's like, wait, those things contradict each other. But at the same time, a lot of what goes on emotionally with us doesn't always make sense. And I think the more we try to make sense of things, the more we convolute our actual experience. So if we can just accept our experience as what it is, and we don't have to dig through what have to make this logical, then we actually have a lot more freedom. And things end up, even like regret, feeling a lot better than trying to like weed through the logic of it all. So I hope that was helpful. And like I said, if you wanted the simple answer, it's it's both. So that is going to do it for me today for the first Couch Talks of 2023. If you guys have a question, a thought, a feeling, anything that you would like to share with me, you can email that to me at katherine at unitherapypodcast.com. You can follow me at at cat.defada on Instagram and at unitherapypodcast. And also, I forgot to say this. I'll probably say it again next week too, since I didn't say this at the top of the episode, but Uni Therapy Podcast won best podcast for, or best local podcast for Nashville Fit Magazine's best of 2022 awards. And so I know that I've, I had talked about being nominated for that. And so I wanted to thank everybody who voted. That meant a lot to me. And I know these kind of awards are kind of silly because it really has a lot to do with like, 
who gets the most people to like get up there and vote for them than really me being the best local podcast because I there's a lot of po- podcasts in Nashville and I don't think that we can objectively categorize them as best. But it still means a lot to me because it means that some of you guys felt it was worth your time to get up on the internet and vote for me. So thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot. And I am looking forward to everything that this year is going to bring with the podcast. And with that, I'm going to leave you my most favorite way I love to leave you. And that is saying, I hope you have the day you need to have. I will be back with you guys on Monday. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.